Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And now, this week's spoiler theme cast. Wait, spoiler cast theme song. Ta-da! Spoilers! You helped. Thank you. You helped. Uh, the spoiler cast. And where every... I helped. <laughs> <laughs> where every week the theme song is different because we just don't want to give it away. Nope. All right, let's talk about a couple things on the spoiler cast this week. We'll talk about Zoolander 2 spoilers as well as 112263 spoilers. In Zoolander, the premise is that these guys have dropped off the face of the planet. Zoolander had a son. His wife died in an accident uh, where the whole book uh huh. School. The Center for Children Who Can't Read Good. Fell in on itself. Stuff good too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because all of the uh, building had been created with the actual uh, <laughs> stuff from the model uh, that was created. So, like, it was rubber cement and mm-hmm. paper, you know, mache. And paper mache, popsicle, and sticks. popsicle sticks. You know what? I laughed really hard at that. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. So, in that accident, um, Owen Wilson's character's face was marred. Beyond belief, <laughs> <laughs> which we find out is just a really teeny tiny simple scar later on, which is apparently horrifying to Zoolander himself, which uh-huh. is really funny. Um, and his wife dies, although she makes an appearance later as an angel. Um, so that's kind of what happens is he has to raise his son by himself, is spied on through a window, and his son is taken away from him. Uh, yeah, I mean, plot-wise, there's not a lot here, right? Like, no. basically, what's going on is his son is somehow the key to this new look that's going to, you know, stop, you know, Mugatu once he's back out from conquering the world again. Well, the under the undertone of it is that so his <laughs> so Zoolander and Owen Wilson. What's Owen Wilson's character's name? Hansel. So Hansel? hot right now. Hansel. 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 Like Hansel and Gretel. Oh, Hansel. Hansel. Right. Right. So uh, Zoolander and Hansel are invited to go back into the world of fashion. Um, and I don't remember if this is related to the Adam, Eve, and Steve plot. No. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. Which I think was a big miss for them because uh, the, the evil geniuses plot is that there was Adam, there was Eve, and then there was also Steve, the first model. And his uh, when he is killed and you drink his blood or eat his heart or something <laughs> that you gain power. Can I just say? Uh, the God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve thing that Christians have used to, you know, talk about homosexuality. It's, it's one of those oh. phrases. That's where that comes from, by the way. Yeah. That phrase was coined by a high school friend of mine's father on the Jerry Springer show. Really? That's the first time most people had heard it. He, was this very fundamentalist okay. church so that he went to. so much just happened in my brain. Right? So he got on, you know, he was the head of this fundamentalist church or whatever, and he was on, it was either Springer or like Maury Povich or, right. you know, one Where of the audience Hira- starts screaming out. Yeah, it may have been Her- uh, Geraldo. It may have been that. I almost said Gerardo. But that's that's different. <laughs> different. Uh, and, and they were having the homosexuality conversation, and he said, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And it cracks me up to this day that that is still a phrase that people both say and make fun of in our current culture. And, I didn't even put that together. And, the, of course, this movie is playing off of it as well. 
So in the the evil geniuses in this, uh, the evil genius being the same guy from the first movie. What's his name? Mugatu. Mugatu. Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. Is plotting from inside fashion prison uh, to escape and to kill whoever is on the planet that is the embodiment of Steve from the Adam, Mm -hmm. Eve, and Steve storyline so that he can have power and maybe be young forever. Yeah. Is yeah. that was that what it was? Yeah, the idea is if you cut the heart out of or something like that of yeah. the you know the direct descendant of Steve, and so that, he's, you know that you can have eternal life. Somehow figured out that it is Zoolander's son, so he's the one that kidnaps him and fattens him up. And but really, Mugatu doesn't believe it. He's yeah. just using it as a ploy, and then finds out you know it's at true. the end that it's true and it's real. Fun trivia fact for you guys: the guy who plays Adam, like in that little sl- uh, slivet of a oh yeah yeah. That's Alexander Skarsgård, who was one of Zoolander's roommates in the original movie. Oh. They all went out for the orange mocha frappuccinos. Oh, funny. They, they had he the was, gasoline fight? Yeah, the oh, gasoline was... fight. He was one of the roommates. And then now That's he's my playing. favorite scene in the original Zoolander. It you still kills me that you didn't enjoy the original Zoolander. Like, I feel like you should go watch it after seeing Zoolander 2. Maybe. It, like, if you go Zoolander 1, Zoolander 2, back to Zoolander 1, mm-hmm. I think you'll realize how Looking great it is. Looking for the meaning <laughs> of life. I think I'm with Danae. I think Zoolander was just a timepiece that if you didn't watch it when it originally came out, it's just not going to do it. Yeah. Really. No, you're probably right. Which is no, very I agree unfortunate. With that. I agree with that. But man, that gasoline fight killed me. Ugh. But that's not in Zoolander 2. Nope. Just bringing it up. They started to play the song, uh-huh. the Jitterbug. The jitterbug. And I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> happening. And then it just immediately died off. And I'm like, dang it. So much of those references would have been lost had I not seen the first Zoolander so yeah. recently. You know, because like the Jitterbug coming up or even his uh, song that makes him crazy. Uh, oh, relax. relax. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had any idea of what that was about at all you yeah know. the second coming of that song where everybody's like oh yeah this song does exist <laughs> and now everybody loves that song all over again yeah so Poor frankie goes to hollywood so when zoolander and hansel go back into the world of fashion they meet you know this new fashion leader uh-huh. donatari donatari played by kyle mooney and then wonderfully they, in my opinion and they meet kristen wiggs character alexanya Atos. mm-hmm and who who doesn't pronounce a single vowel the entire you know movie correctly? Amazing, and I want to go back and watch the movie just She's to watch so her lines and Incredible. have and, and have like I want to talk like that with my friends because I just it's so funny. Your friends, <laughs> your friends. <laughs> because sometimes she'll pronounce something with like. There's just too many vowels. It's, uh-huh. you know, I don't know. I loved it. I love that character so much. She reminds me of somebody who only learned to talk from Hooked on Phonics. <laughs> who kid <laughs> on Puhonics? <laughs> Puhonics. Uh, so also... Uh, Puhonics when, is what you have after you go for colonics. Yes. Then you have the Puhonics. They're, they're in Rome. And also happening in Rome is the Fashion Interpol, which is where we're introduced mm-hmm. to Penelope Cruz's fashion, character. Fashion police. And uh, all these models are being killed, mm-hmm. I, I guess because they're wanting Because to they're just... descendants of oh, Steve. okay. Yeah. No, I think they were just like in the organization to keep the secret safe. The secret of Steve's safe. Oh, sort of yeah, like, yeah. you know, um, okay. the Sting Da Vinci Code the, sort of thing, you know. And Sting okay. is the head of that organization. So Who funny. is also now Hansel's father, uh-huh. solving oh, that great gosh. mystery of all time, mm-hmm. uh, which was, was also pretty fun to kind of watch. And this is when we see, actually it was one of the very first things we see is this chase of 
a character being chased through the streets of Rome and two people in a motorcycle trying to kill him. And it's Justin Bieber. He gets to Sting's <laughs> estate and dies in a very... A hail of bullets. A hail, yeah. And a clip that just doesn't end. <laughs> no, it doesn't end. So most clips like that, they say with humor. They'll oh, go, they'll go from, a gun, but okay. They'll go from funny to not funny to extremely funny. Like if you if you carry oh, something yeah. on long enough, yeah. it'll uh-huh. get not funny, and then it'll get extremely funny. It never got to extremely funny for me. It just landed in the I not think, funny part. I think part it me. got there for me. Did where it? I was uh-huh. laughing. I was like, ah, oh, okay. Oh, no, they're just going to Okay, I'm, I'm on board. Because he gets shot a lot. Yeah. Uh, Lots a lot of squibs. A lot, a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after he falls down, he continues actually to live and has an opportunity to post one last uh, selfie to uh-huh. Instagram. But what's happening is all these people who are being killed are making face. Uh-huh. And the only person that can interpret them is Zoolander himself, who just happens to land in Rome because he was invited. Um, so... That's that's like the loose way of everything getting yeah. together, and then it's, you know, going to see uh, the bad guy in prison. It's going to find the sun. It's figuring all this out. It's a few runway moments in between, um, and you know, just different levels of stupidity and stupidity and, and hilariousness and, kind yeah. of in between there. But at the end of the day, what saves everybody is there's a big bomb that's going to drop into lava. And the only way to stop it is the ma- is the face has to come back just like he stopped the throwing star mm-hmm. in the first one. And so Zoolander is able to make face. Um, Hansel is able to make face after he realizes Sting is his father. His life is complete. He makes face. And together they begin to raise you know, the bomb up they further can't get away. It without his son. And then the son makes face. Um, and, and then they save the Very world. Nice. The world. Uh, and then, of course, they jump into the lava because that's the last thing that you have to do. <laughs> And they somehow survive that. So I'm curious going forward. So uh, in the chat, the question came up like, is it jokes based on dialogue? Yeah, give or us an on, example of the the on filmmaking. filmmaking jokes that you remember. You said one was a spoiler. Well, I think you could actually consider celebrity cameo as a non-dialogue sense of humor, you know. Oh. But also I think that some of the, the jokes that didn't land, the stupid, stupid ones, were the non-dialogue ones. Like... Penelope Cruz turning into a submarine. That was stupid. It was very dumb, but again, not dialogue driven. Another one you could take uh, just uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is. Bene- it was really hard to say. Oh. Benedict Cumberbatch's character is just blank stare, like mm-hmm. the intense nine yard stare, not really dialogue driven, just. Uh, well, we even mentioned Justin Bieber being shot to death over the course of five minutes. Exactly. That's not dialogue driven. That's, That's you know, true. I see, filmmaking. I see so, what you're saying. In the northern <laughs> areas of New Jersey or the hidden areas of Malibu. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, yeah, that was interesting. So it kind of reminded me of like the old Leslie Nielsen movies, like wrongfully accused and naked gun, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the Uber picking him up in the middle of nowhere. Right. And, you know, I think that may be a reason why I liked the movie because it kind of reminded me of those movies I loved growing up. I think one of the only parts that I laughed at was all. Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. yeah. The stare down was, I thought, so awkward and so <laughs> funny because you've got this character that has no idea how to interact with the transgender, uh-huh. yeah. you know, unisex character. Non-gender. <laughs> non-gender, yeah, non-gender. Or all-gender. And, and then Benedict himself... Is yeah, he's there, and he like yeah, no eyebrows, but still has the prominent you know eye line of the, the yeah. brow line, and then these blue eyes, 
and just the way that he's staring at him not blink like it, it was just like this is amazing like i want i felt like I'm glad that I was witness to that really awkward moment between you two. Now say, now say penguin. Now say penguin. <laughs> oh gosh, that is so funny. Yeah. Penguin. Pen. Penwing. Penwing. Yeah, penwing. Penwing. <laughs> yeah. And I and that's where I really fell in love in that scene with Zoolander's character mm. is seeing him interact with people. I liked his character. Yeah. But just him on his own, I wasn't I wasn't driving with him. But him like interacting with other people, I think that's whenever Ben Siller's character kind of came to life for me. One of my favorite parts for the Zoolander character was when they were at Interpol and they were showing Bieber's face and she's like, That's blue steel. And he's like oh, you <laughs> effing idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well he steel. and Hansel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just love that because in that moment, he's actually right. Yeah. Like, you know, he actually does get to be the expert, yeah. you know. Yeah, what are you so, an effing idiot? And then they changed then they like overlay his different looks they realize that there's all these like micro right, yeah, you yeah. Know, expressions look that are at so my different. right eyebrow how is arched at 45 degrees <laughs> yeah and she's like wow i didn't think that there was that much to it and you know kind of as an audience we're like oh okay maybe you are a little bit legit like there is a, it's the same face but ever so slightly different yeah. I and mean, he has to have control of his face in all these really intricate ways so. it's always funny when the idiot is proven to be right yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just enjoyed that moment. Were there anything else, uh, spoiler wise, that you no. can you can talk about? And, no, I think we should dive and, into one one two two six three. What about you, Henry? You got anything else? I just want to say once more, Kiefer Sutherland and the orgy is the funniest part of this entire movie. So what makes that funny for me? We can explain that a little bit further. Which is so. Uh, what's funny is the turn on the fact that in the first movie, Han, uh, Hansel is you know all about open sexuality with anybody and everybody and in those and now he's things. committed and now he's the same no, he, but no he's, he's committed, committed. No, right. he's committed so, but but with an orgy so yeah. it's but like he's still committed exactly and that's the turn <laughs> that makes it kind of funny is to see somebody with that mindset you know being played against you know the the flirting with another orgy or you know having an affair with a different orgy or or, or that he hasn't grown up and the orgy all thinks that he needs to be growing up with them like they're right. all like you're late for supper yeah yeah and they're all like maturing and he isn't maturing because right. he just wants to be out doing his yeah the you know, orgy pet. as a singular spouse yeah it was an interesting kind of play you know so i think what really sold it for me is whenever they all pulled out their um Pregnancy the test. pregnancy <laughs> test, and then Kiefer Sutherland pulls out his, and Hansel's like, "No, how is that even possible?" And then he just has that look on his face, just heartbroken. He's like, "We thought you'd be happy." <laughs> seeing seeing Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland as a the the head voice for the orgy, orgy. as oh. a male mm-hmm. saying these female driven lines was really good. And I, the part you were talking about about the miscarriage mm-hmm. is be, is because Kiefer Sutherland said I shouldn't have kicked that door in because I lost the baby. I think that is that what you were talking about. Maybe, see, that's the thing I can't remember. I just wrote it down. Like uh, what what made me more upset was the whole bulimia from Zoolander from the first one. one. And so I it's like up after lots of meals. And yeah. <laughs> And then the and then going into Zoolander two is like oh they're still like hitting at these deeper tones mm-hmm. with with comedy. I don't know that I was as offended about the miscarriage as I was about the bulimia. Yeah, yeah. I I can I can't be offended. I'm laughing too hard. Yeah, you're still <laughs> entertained by it. We talked about yeah. that in the podcast. Anything it's, else for you, Aaron? No, no, not really. There's not. I mean, there's not a lot to it. Um, I don't think there's anything Spoiler else. Spoiler complete. 
Yeah, let's do 112263. So at 112263, we have an expert. Uh, Andrew has actually read the book, so he mm-hmm. knows how to spoil but the entire thing yeah, for don't us. Spoil, don't spoil beyond where the story is. Do you want to just ask is. me questions, like stuff you're curious about, and I could tell you what well, happens in the book? I don't know. See, here's the or thing. Let's just start with this. Let's start with this. Here's the thing. There were several things in this that, now that we can talk about spoilers, that I, I wasn't necessarily confused by, but I wanted more Explanation. More explanation on. I don't know that I fully understand all the rules yet. And I don't know if that's because there's still some rules to be, explained, to be explained. Or so, if they're just glossing over. So let's let's start with this. In in this show, there is a portal in a diner um closet that will transport whoever walks through it back to a very specific time. Narnia style. Um yeah. in was it fifty? It was it was October twenty sixth, nineteen sixty. Okay. So um, that's that's the premise. As it oh, goes just back over to three this years before the assassination of JFK. Um, when you walk back through the portal into normal time, two minutes has passed in normal everyday time. So, yes. first question: Did they explain uh, what that two minutes means? Like, do you age all the time you're gone, or are you only yes. two you minutes? age all the time you're gone? Okay, yes. so he is even if he, if he's been there four years, he's four years older, yes. even though it's only been and two that's, minutes. That's because why remember, Al he came the diner back with cancer he came and back, he was older. Yeah, yeah. He came okay. back. He went back behind. He went. Uh, the owner of the diner knows oh, about this so secret. So when he said when he said so when he was he, diagnosed, he goes he okay. goes back to the back to grab something while um, James Dean is talking to his. You know, I guess it's his wife that he's James, James Franco. Franco. Sorry, not James Dean. James Dean would be something that would Whoa. be time travel. Speaking Sorry of nineteen sixty, <laughs> James Franco. James Franco reminded me of James Dean though in yeah, some of the maybe. scenes the way he played them. Anyways, yeah. Go ahead. So so they're talking about I guess their divorce being finalized and the owner Al goes back behind the counter and then he returns and he looks older and he's like coughing and sick and so he explains like he's like i can't i don't have a lot of time to explain i i didn't even notice the clothes change yeah that's interesting um so he's like i don't have time to explain and that's really when the show accelerates because he doesn't have much time to try to pass on his knowledge of this portal and his plan to prevent jfk's assassination and try to convince james to take on his charge and change history that's so, kind of that's where the show turns from like James is a teacher teaching literature, you know, which uh, to into like, OK, now I'm the hero of this character, the storyline. Um, so when he says I was diagnosed in 1960, I think he says that in at the show at some point or in the yeah. 60s or something. He's referencing while I was back in while time. he was back in time. I thought my brain thought he meant the actual 60s no, when he was alive no, no, no. like he was diagnosed back then it and could I'm have been to either think, right no no well it, no it, it really was... couldn't have been but i my brain was trying to make it work and i was trying to what does that mean you know oh, okay. like because he know. wanted to kill kennedy or he wanted to kill uh lee harvey lee harvey oswald while they were signing the divorce papers right oh he's like i'll be right back i'm gonna he, go to this thing yeah okay because that's his plan his plan is to kill lee harvey oswald well, his plan is to find out for sure if, if it was if it was lee harvey oswald yeah and then if it is it, him to kill, to kill him. him so that it can pre- prevent uh jfk's assassination and then you know all the subsequent butterfly effects like vietnam and stuff like that i am making some predictions I mean, maybe i'm skipping ahead of our little spro thing but i'm gonna make some predictions that his cancer is associated with his time travel his sickness is associated with his time travel. It's very possible. Um, and and that he very quickly dismisses some of the things. Because when James goes back to the portal to just kind of experience it for himself for the first time and kind of 
comes back with some questions like, who is that guy that had the yellow thing in his hat? Who is this? That recognized it. Like, is like, is you're not me, supposed like, to be yellow here. Card man. Yellow yeah. card man. Um, when he, uh, when James comes back to now and confronts Al, like, what just happened to me? Al very quickly dismisses, don't worry about the yellow hat, the yellow yeah, card hat that's guy. Not what's and I'm just like, yeah, you're hiding some stuff about the seriousness of what you experienced in the past. So or I think- maybe it's different. I th- that was a thought that crossed my mind too. Is maybe maybe the yellow card man is a, a result of a different also, person going in. Also interesting, uh, something as we continue forward. If you haven't watched the show and you're not familiar, is when you come back through the portal to today's time, everything resets back to zero in the past. Well, so, no, so, whatever. Well, if you no, go back, you go in, back again. in, it resets to zero. When you come oh, out, it's changed. Okay, okay, okay. But once you go back in, it resets it all. And they use the tree as an example, which I was, I thought just was about really to say great. The tree, yeah. Yeah. Although I didn't realize, and it's probably true, I didn't realize if you carved a tree when it was still like a sapling, like young, mm-hmm. that that carving would grow with the tree. Like, yeah. I guess I would have thought the bark would have like replaced and grown over it. I guess it it's just because I know how skin works. <laughs> bark how... probably not the same as skin. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I will say, and this really isn't a spoiler for like Good, continuing, you. continuing <laughs> on, um, you know how what is leading up to in the second episode? It leaves off with that cliffhanger of how yeah, he's yeah. going to try and save yeah one of his let's students. Let's go back yeah. and talk about that here in a second. So he that happens in the book. That's the first thing he does because he wants to test out this theory. Oh. If if he changes one thing in the can past, I, can I tell you? I thought that's what the first episode was going to be. When, that's what it when was that, supposed to be. When that when that oh. guy stood up and told that story, my okay. assumption was that's where we were going. Let's pause right for a second. Bat. That was powerful. It was heartbreaking. Oh, it's 10 times that was more heartbreaking in the book. So powerful. So in the scene, you've got this gentleman, this older gentleman, maybe in his 60s or his so. His name's Harry Dunning. And Harry Dunning is reading a story, but it's from a first perspective about a murder and how, and it was hit, the murder of his family and how it affected him. And like, it's, it, it was heart stopping for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it pulled back out, the way that this character is played, you know, he kind of stutters a little bit. He's got a lot of insecurities. I mean, he's obviously sharing something very serious. And you wonder, was it fiction? Was it not fiction? Did he kill his family as a kid? Like, you know, I've right. got all these questions in my mind. This episode ends with James sitting in, in out, like right in front of their driveway, which would have been really obvious. That really bothered me. It's like, <laughs> Like I this, hate when movies do that. This teeny tiny town, you know, mm-hmm. like they're going to notice that there's a guy sitting in the driveway <laughs> and and they leave with him being determined to prevent this murder. Right. Um. So I'm curious how he's going to do it. And then they end the episode. Yeah, that's the cliffhanger. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe is he the one that goes and kills the family? Like, <laughs> like All right. So I don't know what's let's going flesh on. out. Let's flesh out just a little more of the spoiler plot so that we can get but, into some of the details. But wait, hold on. Hold on. Sure. If he prevents the murder of this family, right, wanna, and then he goes go here. back through the portal, right, and then he goes back through the portal again, it's That's erased. Not, it's erased. It's, erased. it's still not. It's it doesn't not matter. Yeah. Right. So okay. if you want anything to stick, you can never go back. Or or he has to go back, prevent it, and then and do other things. Do other things. Bill, okay. Mur- Bill Murray style in Groundhog. Right. Day. The right. thing okay. that we're really not talking about that we need to is that time does not want to be changed. Yes. I, this is what I wanted will, to go. This is where I wanted to go. The universe is going to try and stop you from changing time, like. Uh, By the way, that's where the F-bombs were dropped. When he says, uh, if you F with the universe, the universe will F with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or timeline or whatever he says. Or So, yeah. like, uh, whenever he's trying to listen in to George de... George de... George... Oh, what's his name? George de... I'm just going to say George de Niro. I know it's George de something. Okay. But... um. Uh, whenever he's trying to listen in in that restaurant, you know, um, mm. the catch is fire... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, let's yeah. not worry about George it. George DeMorenshield. <laughs> let's let's just not yeah, worry about George it. George DeMorenshield. <laughs> so uh, he uh, he tries to follow him into the restaurant. He has to like walk around this group, or otherwise he'll be pulled into this fight outside the restaurant. And then you know the flaming drink catches him on fire. The chandelier falling. The chandelier falling. Well, and the when universe he, is trying to stop him from, from hearing changing. that conversation. But that's not the first. The first we see of oh, that was when when he calls his dad. He tries to call his dad, and the phone shorts out. And then somebody like oh that was so crazy runs into the phone has a car wreck and is dying in front of him and opens their eyes and says you're not, you're not, you're not supposed, supposed to be here. here which is a consistent uh, phrase spoken by many characters whether they're trying to prevent time from being altered or they're just characters in history anytime you hear that phrase it's ominous it's the I, only uh, line the yellow card man has had so far that's true. all he says is you're not supposed to be here. Ooh, and that, when he the, shows up in front of the car oh. yeah <laughs> the uh, <laughs> that out. moment. That moment where she says, you're not supposed to be here, is the moment I would point to about the, what I don't like about this show in uh, what I mean about the, the rules aren't easily understood. That bothers me a little bit that we come into that whole the universe is fighting back thing is annoying to me because of what I want out of the show. Now, that's not fair because it's not my show. I'm watching what they want to give to me. What but, you, what, what's upsetting to you? Because like, so, for me, it's like there's guardians of time. Like there's these... The yellow card hat man and that woman who crashes her car, uh, it's like they're guarding what's already happened. And yes. so and they're willing to like lay down their life or and do that's whatever. Fine. That, that's fine. If 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 the rules are going to be further explained and, I, you know, I can go with it or whatever. I just what I love about a show like this are very clearly defined rules that I then get to live in. And so when you add the undefined rules, like what is going on here? I, I hope start, it defines I it start, for you. Yeah, no. well, I just, well, it doesn't have to. It really doesn't. No, I'll but, say this. There's a reason why it's not really defined. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. There is a reason why. Yeah. No, no, no. And I, and I get that. And I and it's one episode and I'm willing to, to go along with it. And I'm still in, in for the ride. But I point to that moment in moments like it, you know, like the fire and those kind of things is... Yeah, yeah. Uh, like that just like for me i go okay well then why is the portal even there like if time really See, wanted to fight back just destroy the portal. like who are you know if there's an omniscient presence it's a rift but if there's an omniscient presence in this world <laughs> mm -hmm. that is doing this or some sort of omniscient presence they should be able to do it differently than this in, in my mind you know and so those questions are nagging me instead of being focused on ooh, cool what's going to happen when he does this or See, that's one know. of the reasons i'm hooked no, I get it. I get it. And everybody watches things differently. So that's one of the reasons I'm hooked in that sh in the show is because there's this such a crazy mystery. And that's that's the mystery I was referring to in the mm -hmm. show proper as to why right. I, I want to stick in. I want to know, you know, who is yellow? Uh, Whereas I want to stick in because I want to know, can he do it? Like, can he prevent? Yeah. Kennedy's like, assassination? Yeah. And how is he going to do it? And how is he going to navigate? You know, all See, that the... stuff doesn't that stuff. I don't like that at all. But what's interesting <laughs> is it has both. <laughs> And it, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's interesting, and well, I guess this says something good about the show, is that it, it appeals to both of us, even though we're watching for different things. Yeah. And that's and that's a, not necessarily an easy thing to do. I also so. like how they did the whole, and I know maybe it's from the book, Andrew, you referenced that in the show proper, but the whole like lead up to it, where Al is basically prepping James to go through the portal and continue his mission. He has a notebook of information that he's given, which I'm guessing is destroyed now because it's destroyed well, in the fire. Most of it fire. was destroyed in the fire, yeah. And I'm assuming that that fire which was that because bothered me too. the fire was part of, okay, if you're going to be here, then this is this is the consequence of you doing what you're doing. It's like the fight back kind of a feel. This reminds me of the main thing that bothers me. Continue and then I'll tell. Go ahead. Uh, the main thing that bothers me about this this episode is that he does not go back through the portal sooner. 
that he like as soon as he bought that car and got in trouble with those gamblers, he should have gone back through the portal oh and my come gosh. back in. That like, gambler scene. Why would you? It was continue? great. It's a great scene. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's so a great good. scene. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but am I? But am I wrong? You know, you screwed up. You know, you shouldn't have bought a flashy car. You know, you shouldn't have put that big of a bet down. Go back in, reset. You're early on. Anybody who's played video games knows. Yeah. <laughs> you can go back and reset early. Well, instead I, think, of, I think that he feels that he has to do what he can because Al has died. Well, yeah, but he's not changing anything. I mean, it's two minutes yeah. after. Al is two well, minutes dead. And, like, I feel like he thinks, like, if he if he can get it on the first run, he's got that bold but confidence. based on the rules of the season, based on the rules of yeah. what's happening in the show, there is no reason for him to stay in that world. So. Yeah. I will say this in the book, not for like that scene in particular, but like he does a whole bunch of trials. Yes, that's what I'm he, saying. There were no like, trials. Just so he can get everything like, okay, this is how this is going to yes. happen. Yes. But that's yes. what In the Al, book, he does that but a in lot. in the show, that's what Al does for him. Al is the person that was coaching him through the trials, and he coaches us as the audience through the trials. I right. agree that it would have been good if they would have done some kind of like a, maybe like a montage, like a time montage where he goes through fails they show like little clips of for him me, having to I'm run back fine the portal. with just one just one just after he places the bet go back through reset it go oh duh and you know like I love it's how just... he distracted him with like the parrot <laughs> oh. that was really funny oh and he he remembers oh yeah i have a cell phone back in 1960 <laughs> and then he yeah. tosses it which means it's not there anymore right because he doesn't go back to the portal with everything there. that he has but... it's technically at the bottom of that river he, okay so here are some here are some more of uh like those rules like so what you know if, if you bring something back through with you, like I'm thinking of the paperwork that Al put together and all that kind of stuff. He could take it with him. He, Did you, do you remember what Al said? He said, no, that's I the don't. reason why I'm able to sell my meat so cheap is because right, he goes back to 1960, back. buys the meat, that, you know, it's like real, you know, ground beef, like real ground beef right. for super cheap and then bring it back. That's why he's able to sell it so cheap. Right. Is that so, what he's been doing every day is going back and forth just buying So cheap if meat. you leave it there. <laughs> so he's let's so say, smart. so he took all that the paperwork in with him, right? All of Al's paperwork, yes. you know, with the the gambling and all that kind of stuff. No, the, he brought no. He there was no copies left back. Well, what what I'm saying is, if he leaves it there and resets, what happens to that? Oh, it's gone. It's because gone forever. It's, it doesn't reappear it, in the real it timeline. Won't, it won't reappear. See, because, those are the kind of rules. Yeah, I mean, that's the, you know, but that's the stuff I'm interested in. Like, I want right. to know like how the, all the because that rules wasn't works. something brought back from 1960s. That was something brought to 1960. Okay. Does that make sense? I guess so. So, like, okay, so. If you were to so take like your he, iPhone and leave it there, right, and then you try and reset it, your iPhone's gone forever, right. So, but that if you don't reset, brought, your iPhone now exists in the timeline back in 1960. Yes, if you don't exactly. reset it, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I understand. And but, if you don't go back to the portal again, that would stay that way. But if you right. go through again, it resets. But the paperwork is now destroyed. So whatever notes he now has wasn't to find out on fully himself. destroyed, but it looked like for the most part it yeah, was, it was pretty well done. Pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Did you notice that the first line that the firefighter said when he came you're upstairs to, was, yeah, you're, you're not, not supposed, supposed to be here. here? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. Which I would think at this point would scare him a little bit because <laughs> like that line is almost Again, like the, I'm just saying, the I looming. I would have reset so many times. <laughs> like, I would have yeah. just been like, oh, screwed this up. Yep. I'll try again. Yeah. I've, got, I've got infinite lives. Right. As long as I get back there. See, here's the thing. If I die here, I you know, I'm done. I am a little confused about the portal looking like it's just out in the middle of a bunch of people yeah like how do you find your way back was Where's the, the diner post? there yes that was that's the exact spot the diner is like in where the, the portal drops future. him off in the future that's it's where... not been built yet so no. what happens but th- if he stays is... long enough for the diner to be built and then walks through the portal 
after he's already walked? What if there's time inception? Like he stays oh, like long he, enough for the to diner. To see himself walk through? Yeah, or to walk through again. Well, let's see. He's 30 <laughs> and it's 1960. That would make him like, what, 80 something? When the diner, the di- looked like the diner was built in like the. But I thought but you were saying the, that you the, were waiting for him to like the, wait so long that he sees himself. No, no, no. Walk I'm through. just saying oh. once the diner is built, that he walks through again. Where is he? Oh, going? you mean he goes. Okay, I see. Like he waits I, long enough. I think enough it's just one, like to, one way, one way. Like, I don't know. But, I think you. Two, I think just simple enough. He would go back two minutes, See, like right back in the closet. If there's so, seven, then Inception style, when you come back, would you be two minutes later than the time where you walked in, and then you'd have to come back out again to get two minutes behind the first time that you walked in? I think it just reset. All right. So, if there's anything that bothers me, uh-huh. it's that there appears to be a portal in the middle of nowhere <laughs> that people can just walk through and appear in the future. In a diner. But apparently only you can only go back through if you came through yeah, from the that's, one that's way. That's one of the rules. Okay. You can't bring you can't people s- back. Yes. People can't stumble through there. Yeah. But, but literally, I am correct that when James goes back, he just lands in the middle of a group of people. Yes. And nobody notices but the, the hat guy. The man. Yeah. Who, who I'm not entirely sure is a real person. I think he's more... He's uh, part of the Matrix. Yeah, I think I don't think he's an actual person. Person, I think he's something else. But um, Andrew knows. Andrew does know. Andrew does know. So so he lands back, and then how do you know exactly where to walk through? Because there's no diner there. Right. You just have to kind of like turn and Stumble like in the walk right direction. towards it, and yeah. then it kind of sucks you in. You need a okay. lamppost. You need Mr. Tumnus. Yes, and you need thank a lamppost. You. Again, There's... that was another part in the book where he doesn't know how to get back, so he's just running in circles trying to find the door. <laughs> Wait, why wasn't that in the show? That so should have been in the show. Because uh, you're right, there is nothing there. No, there's. So he's it just like running. He's just running around until he accidentally runs into, into the, the portal. portal. Yeah. Right. Okay. See that that actually makes me like the show a little more, knowing that there's backstory. It also makes me want to go grab the book and read it because I want to know what happens. I wanted to say this watch as somebody who's read the book already watch the show in its entirety then read the book okay i don't think that this is one of those things that's going to lend itself to uh watching and reading at the same no, time I'm, for the simple fact that it deals with time travel it could get very confusing i could see for somebody well and and you want to if you started you know they're telling the tv version of the story exactly so you want to finish that version of the story and then you know do I? Do the other version. Because I want to know how it ends, and <laughs> the only way to make sure that that happens instead of waiting eight weeks is to go ahead and get the book. I or, have or an audio book. Diner. I have an audio book version if you prefer that. Ooh. Or find a diner that has a time portal that goes into the future eight weeks. Yeah, and then you could read it, and then just be two minutes. Let's ask this question: If you were given the opportunity to go back in time and prevent the assassination of JFK, you were charged with Al his dying wish. Would you do it? Uh, no. I think I get distracted. I think I would I would want to to mess around with so many other things. Like I would want to experiment and you'd want to go to LA and become a filmmaker. Or yeah, something like that. <laughs> or you just or just to go vi- like, you know, just to go see certain things and taste the I, food. Here's what I'm telling you, my personality, I'm staying away from risk. So there's so much risk in trying to stop the assassination of a president. I'm just going to I'm a, I'm going to go be a scientist. I'm going to go explore history and and really see what, you know, things around then were were like. I'm going to stay away from the possibility of this ending my life. Just seeing how awful the universe is like and hard it's trying to st- stop him from listening to a conversation. Just imagine how it's going to be whenever he tries to stop a president from being killed. That, yeah. So would you do it? Knowing the rules of that universe, I'm not going to answer the question. So, mm-hmm. Danae, what about you? I wouldn't do it. No, I, 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 just, I can't see myself doing that. I feel bad because I'm sure JFK 
like I'm sh- I, I feel like for this story specifically uh, like I th- I think that because of culture I want JFK to have stayed on the planet longer well, I'm not a, you know I'm not opposed to any person you know I'm saying? Not, getting to live their no, no, life no, no, and no. not having it taken from them that, but that is that's what I'm saying right. that that and how it potentially affected history and all that stuff I would probably so, like, get so to a point where I, I would like, want to do something like that but. yeah I feel like it's like oh I can understand why this would be a, a good charge or attractive to do right. something like that yeah I just don't know I mean I'd have to go um agent Carter mm-hmm. to do it because as a female in that era It'd be a whole different set of circumstances. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I didn't even think of that. I loved the money stuff. I loved the money stuff. Uh, yeah, like where, his pie. How, how much stuff is worth, and I love the food stuff. I love the fact yeah. that pie. Ca- every, you know, everything tastes so better because it's all real, no like mm-hmm. added preservatives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's right. I, I genuinely think if you went back into you know into the '60s and tasted a piece of pie, you'd be amazed. And it's the right amount of them saying it. It's not mm-hmm. over the top, like food well, tastes great. Oh, food tastes and great. And I was Brand thinking new car, that seven hundred dollars. What? Yeah. And I was in. I I was thinking the same about the you know like this inherent sexism or racism. Those things weren't over the top too. They were there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was the moment where he goes to use the restroom and he accidentally walks towards the colored only restroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so those moments are there, but they're not overplayed in any you know kind of eye rolling way. In so. that aspect, it kind of reminded me of Mad Men, like. Oh yeah, this see, is Mad not Men, my time. But Mad Men, see, I think Mad Men overplayed that. That's that's almost the reference I'm making that it's not doing. I feel like mm-hmm. the show Mad Men played on it a little too much. I just started watching Mad Men. Oh okay, so but I'm, I, I'm only three interesting. Episodes. You're in for some really interesting stuff in that show. I, I'm riffing it. <laughs> I do feel though that if I, I, I think I would. <gasps> I don't know if I would. It's so risky to go back in time. I don't think I would go back. For the prevention of an assassination, I think I would go back for the experience, though. Mm. Oh, to like try the food, oh, and see the people, absolutely en- embrace the culture, yeah. stuff, something like. I that. I hope you I don't think that. I was saying I wouldn't go back. No, I no. would go back all the times. Yeah, like I, would, I would all go, the times. I would go back so yeah. many times. Yeah, literally <laughs> all the times. I, I feel like Al, he discovered a purpose like he felt like he could save the world by doing this mm-hmm. one thing, and so he got very fixated. Um, and that's the story that we're watching is this fixation on going and doing this thing, right. pre- preventing the assassination of JK. That is the purpose of the show. And mm-hmm. so I know it's going to be centered around that. Um, but yeah, if I was to go back through it, I think it would just be like, just, an, just for the experience yeah. of going back. Oh, but, but the fear of getting trapped there would terrify me. I the think fear, <laughs> the fear of Biff coming along and finding my sports book with all the sports answers in it and becoming a millionaire in the future. Right. That would keep something from... happening like that. I like that back to the future pool where they actually had the, the book of all the winnings mm-hmm. and all the sporting events and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yep. Do you think that was a direct nod to back to the future or uh, just part of the, since it was in the book, I'm not for sure. I wouldn't put it past Stephen King. I'm yeah. pretty sure he but would do smart. something like that. To make money, that's just a quick way to oh, make is, money. It is the easiest know... and smartest way to if you yeah. if you have time travel. Because you make know money. what would happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all agreed upon. Yep. Anything else you want to spoil or talk about before we finally finish up no. this episode? Of, no, I think we covered most of it. I just I really had a good time. I, I love talking about that show. It, it is the kind of show that uh that I love because you could do like a weekly podcast on it. You know, you could watch mm. that show and and have conversations about it every week. I can um, say that now now that I know what episode two is gonna be about, it will probably blow your mind. It's that good. Really? Okay. Yeah. I hope so. Good. 
Uh, I will mention here just at the end, uh, because we talked about it recently, um, I continued to watch uh, People vs. OJ. Oh, um, so it is so good. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that so show is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is really, really fun. I checked so, out on it. Yeah, really? you did, yeah, yeah, you only watched the first episode. I think for me, it was for the simple fact that growing up, that was, well, the Rodney King, which they also tied to that, that was the first major news event of my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the O.J. Simpson trial. Whenever I was a kid, I remember being in like the fourth grade or something like that. And over the loudspeaker during lunch, the principal came on and told a bunch of kids O.J. was found innocent. You know what my moment is? So yours is O.J. You know what mine is from fourth grade or maybe fifth grade? The where the principal came on and well, actually, it wasn't was it the uh, no, we the were shuttle wa- explosion? Yeah, we were watching it. That was uh, that was when. That was, I remember that. that. Was a big moment for, but for, that wasn't fourth grade for me. No, you would have been younger. Much younger. You'd have probably been like in kindergarten, first grade. But I remember yeah. that's the first big thing I remember is yeah. being at school and then being told. The challenger. The and challenger. For our yeah, parents, challenger. And for our parents, it was the assassination of JFK. And now My we've mom come talks full, full circle. circle. So there you go. Just like time travel. <laughs> I'm just saying 1122, I hope, is everybody thinks of it being a good day because it is my birthday. <laughs> it is. Well, I don't something think else the Kennedys think about. would agree with you on that one. But... Something else to think about. <laughs> I didn't know nice. you were born 1122. Yeah. Yep. 1122 A couple years ago, you had your 112233 birthday party because yeah, you were 33. 33. Mm-hmm. So I had a 112233 party. I was born at 1212. Mm-hmm. She had a 1122 thingy party. And, and um, I am a cusp. I'm a Sagittarius Scorpio. I'm all cusp. kinds of just doubles. I'm a double double girl. I was born a couple months after the I'm a Gemini, so I I'm literally a, a oh. double. Yeah. So it wasn't part of my life. No, no. That's it was like what, it was like June or July of nineteen eighty six, right? Yeah, let's let's look. Let's go back in time and find out, yeah. shall we? Because I was September nineteen eighty six. So All right, anything else, guys? Um, no. All I right. had so much fun. Peace out. We'll spoil you again, uh spoil again next uh, well, not next week, but the week after. Bye. Peace. <laughs>